Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello and welcome to episode number 44 of the Generally Speaking Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are recording in front of a live studio audience. I'm a little mic shy. You're a little mic shy. I'm a little mic shy. Stephanie, you shy? Yeah, right. Okay. Why don't you introduce our guests? Okay. Our first guest Our is, audience. Yes, our audience. Our first guest is my mom. Her name is Marcy. She is visiting from Texas. And, of course, she got in last night and I took the opportunity tonight to have her watch the kids <laughs> I could go thank out. You. Thank you very much, by thank the way. You. And our our second audience member is my little sister, Erin. She is um, also visiting with my mom. And she's 10 years old and uh, full of wisdom and knowledge. And it's going to sit in. And this is actually her second time listening. That's right. Although I think the first time we put her to sleep. Is that right? <laughs> I think she fell asleep. I am I am messing around with my mic sound. You really are. Uh, trying to get just the right sound. See, I talk and Cliff doesn't listen. That that. Did you say something? How this works. <laughs> well, anyway, since Stephanie's mom is back in town, I have a little yeah. song for her. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Okay, so anyway. That's nice. Thank you. <laughs> I'm still getting over my bronchitis. I told you to stop telling them because I told them it'll last for... Yeah, well, I, I've got an inhaler now. In fact, did I just take my second inhaler? I, I only saw you take the first. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I took the second or not. But anyway, um, moving right along. Moving right along. Oh, okay. seriously? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that? Where'd you get that? Somebody emailed it to me. I, okay. I, I, and now you asked me that. And now I feel like an idiot because... Yeah, I you should know that right it. off the bat. I should. You should. But I appreciate you for sending that to me. And I can't remember now. I don't know if it was Troy Price or it was... Gosh. <coughs> actually, you should send that stuff to me because I remember names. You do remember names. I am so awful, aren't I? Anyway, we're here to talk about Lost tonight. Are we really? I think we're going to talk about Lost. <laughs> a show that is getting ready to come up Sweet. on its third season. And this is kind of like our preparation for that. What's the counter? Pull it up. Uh, I can't reach. Anyway, well, you want me to Somebody pull it up? Somebody knows. No, you don't have to pull All it right, up. So it's anyway. like, what's today? Friday? <coughs> Friday. Four days. So, well, three hours. Saturday, I don't Sunday, know. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Five days. You know, we could just no, make up days. something. They'd never know because they yeah, have they no w- clue. They have no idea. And Stephanie, it's exactly four days, <laughs> 12 hours, 39 <laughs> minutes, and 45 seconds. No, it's more like four <sighs> days. And what time is it? Moving right along. Okay, so anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about the recap episode that was on this week. That was better than the last one they did. Well, it's better than all the ones they've done so far. Now, these recap episodes are episodes <coughs> where they try to catch all the people up Which who are total losers who have never watched Lost before. Everyone knows is impossible. Right. And so what they do is they try to wrap up the entire season one, season two deal into this little one-hour clip Can we say show. DVDs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need to put the investment of three days into you right. know, 24-hour viewing of Lost to catch up. But anyway, uh. I will say that the Lost survi- tale of, a Tale of Survival was very good. It was. It, it was really the was. best I one. I think that it could really... Um, obviously, 
there there's no just coming in and picking up into all the mystery and the things that that we have learned and um dug out up through the end of season two but i do think that it what is it a tale of survival yes can catch a casual viewer and bring yeah. the, uh, bring a casual viewer into season three viewing. The good news is this: is that if somebody does watch the A Tale of Survival and they get into <coughs> Lost season three, there's no doubt in my mind that that will immediately turn them into a Lostaholic. Oh, and, well, I wasn't saying that. I mean, well, of course. Here's the deal: they will become a Lostaholic. Now that sounds better. I can hear myself. <coughs> I like to hear myself talk. Did yeah, I ever tell you I that? Know. Yeah. So anyway, um. Where was I at? Oh, so they're going to become Lostaholics. So what happened is it at least will get them enough confidence to go into season three, watch the premiere, a couple episodes, and then they will become no, they have the addicted to it. 13 weeks to get Will you up listen on. to me? I am trying to tell you a story here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they will at least get addicted to it, and <laughs> then they will go back and watch all of season one and season two. During the 12-week hiatus. Is that what you're about to say? That's what I was trying to say. Were you talking? Really? <laughs> anyway, I apologize. So, yes, uh, uh, the the tale of survival, very it was good. good. It was uh, good. I, I really liked that they had the not so Henry Gale do the. His voice is so creepy. He I do me not out. understand. It's not creepy. It's it, cool. It, there's no. There's just something in. I don't know. That he's creepy. I I so many people say that, and I something just, in his voice. It's nah. it's worse than the look in his eyes. So when you when you hear him talk, he's like. And then, oh, stop it! <laughs> what is it with boys and toys? I, I don't just know. Don't understand. And it, <coughs> my dumped on dumb is courtesy of well, first off, Dash N. He tried yeah. to do. He, yeah. he did a very good job considering he had not heard that sound before mm-hmm. and was trying to do it with my feeble, you know, dun dun dun. Yeah, I know. And <coughs> Scott Sheriff. Did Scott do it? Scott Sheriff. Why? Why? He even said he's sorry, Stephanie. No! Yes. Oh, my life How is awesome over. awesome is that? So, uh, yeah. Um, season three, getting ready to come up. Obviously, our format will be... I'm so excited. I'm so t- tired of talking about spoilers and stuff. I-, I want to really... I'm ready to get back into it. The summer has been kind of hard on us, hasn't it? Yeah. So, doing a weekly podcast about a television about show that is not playing any new episodes has been difficult. But it was we've done fun it. to go back and and watch part of season one, but then you're like, okay, you know, let's get this let's over get with. Let's get this over with. Come I'm on, we want some, some new stuff. Yeah. So we got some new stuff coming up in less than a week, which less I'm exci- excited about. <clears throat> I'm happy to announce that Rem will be coming back to Praise do God. our news reporting, which is going to be a great blessing to us. We're very excited about that. Because pre-recorded, Clef has just got to go. He's a little cocky and arrogant. Yeah, he talks uh, too much. He does. He gets on my nerves. So, um, anyway. What was I going? So, I Lost- But he's not visiting us this week, is he? Uh, no, he's not vis- visiting this week. In fact, this week... So um, he's fired now? Who? Pre-recorded Clef. No, he's not fired. He's on retainer. No, he's fired. No, he's on retainer. He's totally... He's out in digital I'm not land. paying him a dime. <coughs> Okay. Well, anyway, I'll share my pay with him. Okay. Where was I going? I was going to... Oh, so Rem is working on some new intro and possibly a new theme for us for really? our podcast. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. What kind of theme? I don't know. Re- something really cool. I thought and... the theme was lost. <laughs> no, not that. Like a new... 
for the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> along with that, we have some. We've picked up some new listeners during the summertime. Yes, we did. Uh, and I believe Stephanie Alfred is a new listener, mm-hmm. and uh, she has come on, and she goes by Lost Cleo in the in our generally speaking Lost forum. She is going to start doing a weekly segment for us. At least she's going to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people that get hear our podcast. They get excited. They go out and get a microphone for their computer and start recording stuff and say, "I'm going to do this." And yeah, it works and for a while. They, yeah, and then they it, find out exactly it, how much work goes into this. It is a lot of work. But anyway, we're hoping that uh, that we'll have some people come and do some segments because this is not the Cliff and Stephanie podcast. This is the generally speaking podcast network lost edition of the show, and and we believe that you know the best part of this podcast is your voice and that's why even today most of everything is going to be coming from you guys and to start that off um troy price um he is the one who helped us land the soulmate um sponsorship and he's from kentucky really yes and uh i've been uh corresponding with him back and forth and one of the things that he's tossed out is an idea of doing a weekly report of some lost fan fiction that's out there. Are you familiar with what fan fiction is? No. Okay, fan fiction I is... I can kind of guess by the it, name. It, it's uh, amateur authors okay. who who like to write um, stuff. And <coughs> anyway, fiction. fiction. And so basically they take something that's real, character or whatever, not real, real, but... Like, that's like their favorite television show, or uh, Star Wars has a huge fan fiction collection, uh, where they'll take the characters of Star Wars and the Jedis, and they write these f- fictional stories that aren't really from the creator of Star Wars, but they do use the characters to write fiction about it. So, what- is that, that that's why this is totally off, off, lost subject, but that's why... Rowling is going to kill off the Harry Potter characters, isn't it? So yes, that, that that's can't one happen. Of, that's, that's one yeah. of her in, That's one of her, right. She doesn't want a whole lot of fan fiction going on after that. Right. So any, <clears throat> anyway, basically what Lost fan fiction is, is they take the characters of Lost and they tell stories that, you know, supposedly go on in between the story that we actually watch on television. Okay. And so there are a lot of sites out there from what I understand. I know you're giving me the moving right along. Moving right along. So, it's but good. anyway. You gave it to me twice already. I know. So anyway, uh, he, he said, I didn't know that these sites existed. And so he's kind of told us about them, and he's going to read some fan fiction for us on an occasional basis, see how that goes. And here's his first submission. A vignette titled True Feelings, written by Sawyer's Girl, taken from the Lost Fan Fiction Archive website, edited for broadcast by The Man. Kate lay on her bunk, eyes closed. She was confused. She wasn't just thinking about her fear. She had so many different feelings mixed around in her head. She didn't know what she was going to do. Jack had seen them, her and Sawyer kissing. The pain on his face, his expression, she'd hurt him. She knew that, but still, she hoped that he didn't hurt so much. It was a mistake, she whispered to herself. You don't mean that, Kate. Sawyer is special. She wanted Jack, yet Sawyer was so, so, her. He was everything she knew she could have, funny. Charming, sexy, yet a jerk. Jack was perfect. Too perfect for Kate. Someone who she could dream about having, but never feeling the reality of a relationship with him. Forbidden love, in a way. Jack sat in the cold metal room, head in his hands. 
All he could think about was Kate and Sawyer. Above everything else, he was angry with Kate. He felt responsible for her. He loved her, and yet she had betrayed him. She'd chosen that Sawyer over him. He could give her stability and true love, and Sawyer could only give her a life of crime, and, well, he may call it love, but Jack told himself that Sawyer would only hurt Kate. Jack convinced himself that if he would ever be alone with Kate again, he would tell her the truth. Sawyer sat alone in his cage. He knew Kate was near. He was thinking about her earlier and about how Jacko saw them together. He knew that he didn't deserve Kate, but yet he loved her. He hadn't told her, but then again, neither had Jack. And that's when he decided. He knew that if he ever saw Kate alone again, he would tell Kate his true feelings before the good old Doc got a lock on her. Well, Troy, thank you very much, but I'm sorry. We are both Jake fans over here. Ah! That was awful. Not not ah! the reading of it, and actually not even the... the no, he the, has the, a pretty the, good reading voice. And, that, that's all fine and dandy, but I wasn't a fan of that um, that, that, that particular, particular item. There might be fiction. some some uh, skate fans out there. Now, for, for Stephanie's mom and, and sister, what we're talking about is there's there's a love triangle happening on this island. There's this guy named Jack, there's this guy named Sawyer, and the one and girl, the girl, Kate. Kate. And so those who want who think that Kate should hook up with Jack, we call them, Jake. we're Jake fans. And then there's people who think Sawyer and Kate should hang out and hang out together. Fans. They're skate fans. And that was totally skate fan fiction. Absolutely, Troy, and it's wrong. Troy, there will be no more skate Fan fiction read Not on this podcast. on this podcast. <laughs> Only that. Jake. Okay, that is so the benefit of being the producer of the show. <laughs> that is an editorial decision made by the... And I, and my, my apologies to, to the writer of that fan fiction, but... Who happened to be a skate fan, so... Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sure that Emily from Ohio enjoyed that. Probably. She probably did, because she's a, she's a uh, skater. I'm sorry. Get it, skater. Anyway, I got it. moving right along, we have Lost Cleo, and we're going to go ahead and play this, and this is something that she's considering doing on a weekly basis, giving us some insight into some of the references in Lost, such as the next episode, or the very first one for season three, is going to be called... A Tale of Two Cities. Absolutely. And Jack, so right? she's going to tell Jack, us a little Jack. bit about this. Yes. Hi, this is Stephanie, a.k.a. Lost Cleo, with clips from the reference desk. Season 3, Episode 1 of Lost is named A Tale of Two Cities. It's the title of a novel written by Charles Dickens. The plot of this novel tells the story of two men, Charles Darnay and Sidney Carton. They both look alike, but they're very different in character. Darnay is a romantic descended from French aristocrats, while Carton is a cynical English barrister. The two are in love with the same woman named Lucy. One of them will give up his life for her, and the other will marry her. Could it be that this is a reference to Jack and Sawyer, who both love Kate? Jack could be compared to the suave Darnay and Sawyer to the cynical Carton. Only the first episodes of Season 3 will tell us which of them wind up with Kate. The two cities named in the title of Dickens' book are London and Paris. But maybe the cities compared in Lost's Tale of Two Cities are the camp of the Losties and the camp of the others. The opening sentence of the novel, It Was the Best of Times, It Was the Worst of Times, is one of the most famous in all literature. 
For more information about Charles Dickens and his novel, A Tale of Two Cities, you can go to the Generally Speaking Lost Forums at ravenscraft.org slash lostforum and look for Season 3, Episode 1. This has been Stephanie, a.k.a. Lost Cleo, with clips from the Reference Desk. Lost in the News. Well, as you can imagine, going into only six days, five days, whatever it is, four days before Lost (coughs) comes on. There's some news. There is some news, and we have lots of it. Finally, there's news. Finally. In fact, I'll take the first item, Stephanie, because I need to make a public apology. Imagine Cliff having to do that. Imagine that. Okay, so anyway, LostDaily.com. Last week, I talked about LostDaily.com. And during the show, I was a moron, and I tried to pull up the site, and I had made Only during the show? (laughs) Okay. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Where's it at? So anyway, I had tried to pull up the site to take a look at it and describe it while we were recording. And, well, it took forever to load, and there was a problem, and then I tried to click on one of the links, and it didn't quite linked to anything and I kind of made it sound as if this site might be crap unless it they really are just getting it up and going you know? <coughs> anyway as it turns out Pete Campbell emailed me and told me that the same time we were recording he was actually transferring the website over from an old server to a new one and uh, with that said I've go- actually I have gone back and looked at the site and not only does it have a very uh, nice look uh, layout that's easy on the eyes it also has an amazing amount of content, which I have gone and actually checked daily. And there are some <coughs> new news items, which I think will be beneficial. In fact, will you read the first one, Steph? Sure. Um, ABC has released 31 promotional <coughs> images for um, Season 3, Episode 2, Further Instructions. They are fairly interesting, but I do advise... Sorry, but but I do advise that if you're not a fan of minor spoilers, avoid these. And I'm sure you'll put the link in our show notes. Do you want me to read it? No, go... Um, or... Read what? Nothing. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Yes. Sorry. So, so we will actually put the link in the show, in notes. show notes. Or you can go to lostdaily.com and, and look for the uh, promotional Im- images for episode... Or chapter... Or, oh, I can't talk. Episode, season three, episode two. Thank you. Further instruction. Okay, so Evangeline, Evangeline Lilly was on Leno. Did I you? I heard you watch it. You haven't watched it. I'm reading this book that I can't put down. And really? So the whole world is just falling away, except for this book. Okay. Well, if, anyway, if you missed Evangeline Lilly, but you still have it, right? I do. It's yeah. still there. You can watch it. I heard her give her shout out to her friend. Well, that, the <laughs> she, first half of the interview was about was, how she yeah. completely forgot her friend. The first two times she was on Leno when she had promised that she would mention Poor his friend. name. No doubt. And so she brings him out and and inter- and kind of mentions his name and, and he gets to be I, on camera. I would say that that's actually better for the friend because not only did he get mentioned on Leno, but he got to be there too. Right? right. Isn't that actually better for him? Yeah. After yeah. he had been done over for two times. Nah. Anyway, so um, the second part of the interview it really did not talk a whole lot about Lost and coming up, but they talked a lot about um, her career as a waitress, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes she says, oh boy, I wish I could go back to that, and, and Leno's like, <laughs> do you know how many waitresses are sitting there hating you right now? It's like, whatever. Uh, anyway, so it was a pretty decent interview, <coughs> but it wasn't anything that if you missed, you should feel terribly upset about. 
Um, Stephanie, you want to read our next story? From HawaiiLost.com? Yes, ma'am. Season 3 premiere in... <coughs> is that... Um, Waikiki. Waikiki. Okay. While the rest of the country is counting down the days to the Lost Season 3 premiere on October 4th, Honolulu will once again have an early look. As part of the city's Sunset on the Beach event on Saturday, September 30th, the season premiere of Lost will be shown early to thousands of local and visiting fans. Cast members will stroll down the red carpet starting at 5.30 p.m., and the long-awaited episode will hit the really big screen at 7 p.m. Very good. We and should fly out. We should. Let's just get the private GSPN yeah. podcast network Absolutely. jet out of the hangar. We, and, we can be there tomorrow by 530, right? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, anyway, moving right along. Uh, oh, by the way, yeah. if anybody wants, I'm sure that Ryan and Jen will definitely I'm be there. I'm sure they'll be there. And they'll report on that. And so you can actually read in their blog at Hawaii Up. That's Hawaii in the word UP. Hawaii. Ho- they call it Hawaii Up. Yeah. Dot com I, I always screw it up. Forward slash lost. And so check that out, and I'm sure they'll have some reporting on it and probably some video footage or audio footage you of know some what? We, You know what? When they announced the last season of Lost, yeah. that we should go for that. We we probably will. For this we'll be season rolling premiere in, We will be rolling season. in the dell then. Of course we will. Absolutely. Okay. What's next? The Lost Experience coming to a close. Praise the Lord. <laughs> This was way over my head. And it was way boring. Uh, The Lost Experience is a revolutionary interactive uh, marketing endeavor based on the international hit television series Lost, designed to further enhance viewers' relationship with the program. The Lost Experience incorporates, incorporates over 20 broadcasters from five continents, making it the largest global interactive challenge based on a television series. This experience follows a parallel storyline not featured in the television broadcast, and the challenge is specifically designed in a manner that is not dependent on the information specific to either Season 1 nor Season 2, allowing for the participation of those who have not yet seen either season of Lost. The Lost Experience provides insight to unlock some of the legends or island Islands. secrets <laughs> for those savvy enough to collect all the clues, make connections, and find the answers. You want to finish that? You gotta be animated, though. I can't be animated like you. Sure, you can't try it. I'm just gonna <laughs> read it. You know, I'm not gonna try it. All right. <laughs> the multi-platform interactive phenomenon, the Lost Experience, will come to a climactic close on September 24th at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, with a live worldwide radio internet broadcast hosted by the Renegade DJ Dan. The broadcast will also feature a special in-studio guest and announce a link for the final video clue revealing the truth behind the actions of the Hanso Foundation. DJ Dan's previous broadcast gave clues leading to the Sri Lanka Sri Lanka video, which unveiled the meaning behind the numbers 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. To listen to the broadcast, go to abc.com. And we got that from our source, source. at comingsoon.net. Anyway, that had already passed. I did not get to take part in the live broadcast. I was preaching down at the Fairhaven Rescue Mission, so I missed that. But um, I don't care because the lost experience was quite boring and, and I didn't follow it. And so we learned that the numbers have to do with the Valenzetti equ- equation, equation, which predicts the end of the Earth. And they're trying to change the core. Those are the core value numbers. And they're trying they're to trying find to some- change them. Exactly. To change the outcome. <coughs> exactly. 
And uh, so that's pretty much that. And they we found out that Dharma stands for <coughs> Department of Heuristics and Research something. They all know. Okay. So anyway, the, everybody knows that, except for me, unfortunately. So that's pretty much lost in the news. All right. I think we have some listener feedback, though. I think so. Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure, go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. Hey, this is Zach Fry. I'm calling from Bourbonnet, Illinois, from my college dorm room. Um, just wanted to call and tell you I love your show. It's very awesome. Um, I just wanted to say I'm a lostaholic, and you guys have made it even more of an addiction for me. It's just great. Um, can't wait till the show starts um, next week, this coming Wednesday, and I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Um, I thank you for um, your honesty and your first uh, podcast about your Christianity. That's really awesome. I think that um, that's a major part that's also um, gotten me to listen to you. It's really awesome. So I um, just wanted to call and let you know that you guys are great and that I can't wait till next week to hear what you have to say. So I guess I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Andrew. I uh, went to Barnes & Noble today to look for that book. Uh, it was not even ordered in their system, so I suppose they can get it in a week. So I'm excited to get my copy. I work for GameStop one day a week, so I get like a 30% discount on the book, so that rocks. But as I was walking by the magazines, I happened to see Beautiful Sun again on a magazine called Golfing for Men. So people who didn't want to see her body in two-piece suits, she's wearing fully clothed golf outfits. So, and there was a, I guess you'd call it a splash in the middle of the article. There's just uh, two pages of her. Um, she talks about Lost, and there's some cool stuff. Like, she had, they went to some kind of a charity event with with uh, Kate, whatever her real name is. Uh, I can't even pronounce it. But Evangeline Lilly. that to you. Um, remember, it's Golf for Men. Um, and the podcast rules. Love you guys. Uh, get better, Cliff, because I got sick because of you. I know it. There's a connection there, bro. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> I am trying my best to get better. And it's I honestly, <laughs> I'm able to talk a whole lot more than I was last week. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Uh, let's see here. Next up is an email we received from Jamie B. Regarding the subject six degrees. Stephanie, you want to read that? Sure. Cliff and Stephanie, I was just <coughs> listening to your most recent podcast on my way to work this morning, and you were just talking about how you're only a few degrees separated from Daniel Day Kim and Jorge Garcia. While that's awesome enough, did you realize that also means you're both only a few degrees from all other actors, guest stars, etc. on Lost? And not only that, but only one more degree m- removed from actors in any other show Daniel Day Kim and Jorge 
Jorge Garcia have been in. Daniel's been in such other shows as ER, Angel, Charmed, and many others. Um, Jorge was on Becker and Curb Your Enthusiasm as well. So you guys are connected to more celebrities than one can count. For instance, and um, give two examples here. <clears throat> Cliff and Stephanie, um, Scott Sheriff, Daniel Day Kim, Mara Tierney on ER with Daniel Day Kim, who was on news radio with Phil Hartman, who was host. Of okay, Tom Tom Hanks hosted SNL when Phil Hartman was on, and uh, when he was a cast member, and Wilson the volleyball from from Castaway. So we are only six degrees removed from Wilson the volleyball from Castaway from the Castaway movie. That's, That's just funny. <laughs> He's going to lie. <laughs> Jamie, you have a lot of time on your hands. Actually, um... Is Jamie a female? She has... I, I don't know. I, we, I, we have debated this, so... Nothing um, like alienating a couple more <laughs> listeners by calling them a male or female. Anyway, I replied. Opposite. I replied, and I'm like, I so hope you didn't spend all day doing this. And they're like, no, really. It, it just came up right when you guys were talking about it. So, they have the... Do you want me to read the other one? Moving right along. Okay, Cliff and Stephanie... Scott Sheriff, Daniel D. Kim, um, Jorge Garcia um, was on Becker with Ted Danson, who was on Cheers with George Wendt, who we, um, Jamie saw interviewed at MGM Studios when was a kid and on vacation. They were in the crowd, so we're only six degrees separation from Wilson the Volleyball and Jamie through six degrees of separation. That, How amazing is that? And the possibilities are endless. Possibility. Everybody connected. So, and uh, thank you for that. It's pretty cool that it actually, because this show out. started, this new show started on ABC, which really had me thinking, and then to come to find out that it really is, that it really is true is kind of cool. Yep. Alrighty, moving right along, we have Shand Glenn uh, sent us an email regarding Skype casting. Says, Cliff, I've been in contact with you before, but I have n- I've been busy. Uh, my wife had our first baby in June. Congratulations. Congratulations. I am getting ready for the new season, and I am catching up with all your podcasts. I am interested in participating in your Skype casts when they come up. Can you give us some information about when the Skype casts will be and uh, when, let's see here, and when we plan on having those in the season, uh, Shand Glenn? Well, first of all, Shand, I will tell you that we are currently trying to save up some money for a much-needed laptop. Uh, it takes three computers to do a Skype cast, and currently we are unfortunately down to two of them. Actually, it's one and three-fourths of a computer, but anyway, <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, we can get by with just one more, and we will then start up our Skype casting uh, once again, and we are so looking forward to that. That was so awesome to have our live listeners call in their comments and everything uh, while we were <coughs> recording the show. So we're very much looking forward to that. The only thing I ask... Uh, is if you want to know what's going on and when those are coming up, because sometimes they're like uh, mentioned at the very, very last minute. <coughs> Excuse me. And the people who get to get the information on that are the people who are on our emailing list. And all you have to do is go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com, and on the right-hand side, there's a link that says GSPN mailing list. Click there. It'll give you a description on how to join that list. And, and then uh, you'll be on the And then you'll be on there. And so with that, next up we have a recorded voice comment from Dina (coughs) from ControllingChaos.com. Now, um, 
last week we had talked about the risk involved in losing the film as it was being transported from right. Hawaii to Los Angeles, and here we go. Oh, you know what? Why don't I rewind it to the beginning and hit play? That's probably a good idea. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. It's Dina from the Controlling Chaos podcast. Just thought I would give you guys a quick audio file and say hello. I was really laughing when I heard you make your comment about possibility of losing the film because I was actually thinking the same thing while I was watching the making I knew of you Fire were. and Water. I was thinking, now, that's a pretty big deliverable for that particular project. I wonder what their risk strategies are. <laughs> So, to give you a little bit of lesson on risk, I thought I would kind of tell you what my thoughts were on it. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, they have the film and they're shipping it over back to LA via an airplane. So there's a lot of different risks that could be involved. The plane could go down. You never know. It's happened. Like Cliff said, somebody could walk off with the film and make a whole lot of money. There's a lot of different things that could happen to it. So I started thinking, now, if they were to employ a risk mitigation strategy, which would be the risk happened, what you could do to counteract it, I'm thinking the risk mitigation strategy would be to actually have a copy of the film on hand. So I'm thinking they probably have a backup copy. The next thing I was thinking about was what if it was a risk avoidance strategy? And risk avoidance would be how do you avoid the risk happening to begin with? And I was thinking the only way to do that would actually to have all of their editing people and coloring people and processing people on site in Hawaii. So that would be the risk avoidance strategy. And then I started thinking, okay, so what about the risk transference strategy? The risk transference means that the risk happens. You transfer the cost of that risk over to somebody else. And in that case, that would be kind of up your alley, Cliff. That would be actually insuring the film. So in the event that the film got lost and was not recoverable, the insurance policy would kick in and would replace the cost of whatever they insured the film for. So that would be a risk transference. So there's your little lesson on risk strategies for the day. I also wanted to let you know that I, I'm really enjoying the DVDs. I took a look at the section of the DVDs that covers the different behind the scenes of different various episodes. And I can't remember if it was Two for the Road or The Whole Truth. But the two scenes that they were showing how they made them, I was really amazed at. The first one was the one where Anna Lucia is in the hotel room in Sydney. And she's there and she's got a bottle and a glass. She's looking out at the Sydney skyline and there's a reflection of her in the glass. And when I first saw that, I didn't think anything of it other than the fact that, oh, it's a pretty scene. But when they showed the making of the scene, it was really interesting to me how they did everything on blue screen. And then they did a lot of computer graphics to actually have that reflection in the window. And then, of course, the Sydney skyline is all CGI. I thought that was really interesting. And the other one I thought was really wild was the scene that they shot where Anna Lucia and Christian Shepard are in the car and they're out in front of a bar and that's when Sawyer runs into their car door when it was open. I thought it was just hysterical how they had to film everything 
backwards. So all the lettering on the signage was backwards. If they had a pocket on the left side, they had to put it on the right side. If they wore a ring on their left hand, they had to put it on the right hand. I just thought that was really, really cool. I kept thinking, well, couldn't they have just closed off that area and then control all the cars that were in it and that would have solved the problem but maybe they were in an area where they weren't able to do that so another part of the DVDs that I really liked was I don't know if you've had a chance to watch any of the episodes that have the director's commentary on them but I was watching the 23rd Psalm and listened to it with Brian Burke and Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse uh, talking over it and it was really interesting interesting some of the comments that they made and they talk about where they got the sound effects for the smoke monster if anybody else has listened to that I would be really curious to know how many times Damon Lindelof says you know because I tried to count them and I started having trouble counting I think I was up to like a hundred and sixty eight times before I finally lost track of it that guy really says you know a lot so anyway just thought to give you my thoughts on that hope you guys are doing great and I am so looking forward to getting lost I will be talking to you soon bye thank you very much <laughs> Dina uh, okay, that I, was, I love Dina that was, I'm, not, hold on. I'm not dogging on Dina that was the mini Dina Scott lost podcast <laughs> she have like a long commute to work or <laughs> I, I don't have that much time in my day to be on the phone that wasn't on the phone she has her on own, the microphone. <laughs> she has her own podcasting rig, and she, so did she shave three minutes off of her record time to send us that message. I don't know. She. Anyway, uh, I it was good though. I, I'm gonna have to go back and and I missed the whole part about about the uh, rings on the other finger and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, that you and scene. I were talking about something else. See, no, I see, I didn't think, see it on the DVD. Really? <laughs> no, uh, I'm making that part up. Oh, uh, okay. I gotcha. Well, anyway, Dina Scott um, has a wonderful podcast that I believe everybody should listen to at least once and just go over to controllingchaos.com and uh, she you know, has a that's podcast. For, that's for the business world, but you think that would work for our house? <laughs> we have a project in this house to manage, let me tell you. I think we're totally in need of the scrum method. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Moving right along. Okay, so what do we have next? Susan Twiddle? Yes. And she's going to talk about Jesus and Desmond. Desmond or Desmond as Jesus. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, hi, Cliff and Stephanie. I love your podcast and eagerly listen to it every week, which really cracks me up that people eagerly listen to us. Can you imagine? No. Um, okay. Don't know if you've mentioned this, but Henry Isaac Cusack, Desmond, um, had a starring role in the Did gospel. Did you say Ian? It's I didn't say Ian. No, I think he said Henry Ion. Did I? I'm yeah. sorry. That's okay. I totally know what it is. I'm just, I'm sorry. Get it together. <laughs> you know? Don't start with me. Don't start with me. <laughs> All right. When am I going to get my own little sound effect so I can spin <gasps> around? Oh, hold on. You want your own sound effect? Get, no, go ahead and talk. No, so I could smack you around is what I said. Okay. So, Henry Ian Cusack who plays Desmond, had a starring role in the Gospel of John video um, put out a few years ago. It was an outstanding production that goes through John's Gospel word for word. 
We saw it. It's narrated by Christopher Plummer. Love him. Our pastor is using it weekly along with his sermon to give our congregation a remarkable a remarkable visual impact. You really should check it out. His portrayal of Christ is very moving and powerful. Keep up the good work. Stay lost. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll have to check that out sometime. I wonder if they have that at the local video store. We've seen that. Have, we haven't seen the Gospel of John. We haven't? No, no, sure. no, no. I'm positive. I would remember the guy from... The um, Gospel of John, word for word. Yeah, I'd remember that too. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Christopher Plummer <laughs> being in anything. I, I, the Not only in thing, it, narrated by. Well, still, I would yeah, recognize oh, you his can, voice. No, you wouldn't. It is so... No, you yes, wouldn't. You, I would. Okay, everybody else would. Cliff wouldn't. Swish, spit. <laughs> There's your little cue. Anyway, that's only long so not what I said. only long time listeners would be able to understand that clip. Okay, that but that's I want my own little What do you want? Like a bomb? <laughs> if I can blow you up. Alright. Anyway, moving right along. Okay, who's next? Uh I don't know how to say this name. X Lopez. X Lopez. Uh, is it is it Zionel? I don't know. It's X I O N. Mom says yeah, yes. It's Zionel. Okay, we'll call him Zionel. He signed it X. <laughs> X, X works did. for me. All right. I think you missed some stuff on the Lost Season 2 DVD set. Probably. First of all, <laughs> imagine us missing something. We're generally speaking. Yes, we we're are not. generally in, viewing. <laughs> we, we are not in detail lost. We are so general. But we, we are so such bad. Lostaholics. Go though. ahead. First off, I've noticed you only mentioned part of the deleted scenes and on-location features. On both of those, there's an arrow pointing to the right, which means next. So if you press that, you'll see more on-location and more deleted scenes. Or just play all. Be sure to check it out. I think we only mentioned our favorites. No, we totally missed it. I had no clue there was more on the screen. Really? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So thank you very well, much. I didn't miss anything because I just follow his lead. So just so you know. <laughs> it's all close fault. Of course. About the... Swish. Spit. Stop it. <laughs> go ahead. I can't. You yeah, your go turn. ahead. No. Right along. <laughs> okay. Like what character is that from Sesame Street? It's uh, the Muppets. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. All right. Moving right along. I like that. Is that? I, I, would you stop asking me that? I already feel horrible. I forgot their name. <laughs> Two different people sent it to me. One person sent me a link to the whole soundtrack. And then another person sent it to me. I have two people that I should be thanking for that clip. And now I have no idea who it was. And I feel horrible. And you keep asking me, who got through that? Who gave you that? What'd you get me for Christmas last year? It just made me feel horrible. You have no idea, do you? Anyway. You have no um, idea what you got me for Christmas last year. I have no clue. It was last year. About the creep. (laughs) What? (laughs) The creep? Creepily. Creepily. Will you stop interrupting me and I could say a whole word? I will mute myself. Praise God. (laughs) Okay, about the creepily interesting promo ad for Lost done by David... La Chapelle. La Chapelle. <laughs> Stop! La Chapelle. Go ahead. Uh, Come on. It was done for season one. That's why Boone is in it and Anna, Libby, and Echo are not. 
Apparently, season one began later on that Channel 4. Um, David is a renowned photographer, music video director, and is well known for his unique style. Therefore, it's understandable the approach he... Okay, therefore, it's understandable the approach he took to this ad. Okay, some of his work includes Christina Aguilera's video, Dirty. <laughs> you think that was a little very controversial? Okay. Um, which was very controversial. It was. I'm so lost. A little detail on Lost Connections. There is a mystery link between Sawyer and Locke, and the video clip they show is the one from The Hunting Party, where Locke asked Sawyer who did he get his real name from? Or who did he get his name from? This might be more confirmation that Anthony Cooper might be the real Sawyer. Excellent podcast. Take care and... Stay lost. X. Sorry, X. Hold I on. Was Hold totally, on. No, no. totally distracted. X. Thank you, Scott. Please right. stop sending him things. All right. Adam Dean. Oh, goodness. Subject, Chipotle. And this one's to me. He says, Cliff, I was in the Los Angeles area this it evening. It actually says LA. Can I just read the thing? I don't interrupt you, do I? Oh, <laughs> wait a second. Don't answer that. Uh, let me just mute you for a second. No. <laughs> okay. I was in the LA area this evening and I saw a Chipotle grill so I thought I would stop in and try it out I had a fajita burrito that would be a fajita burrito and it was pretty good from the way you had described it meeting the restaurant I thought it would be a sit-down type of place with waiters you had said that earlier you took Stephanie there for a night out I think maybe, and not only that, I took her there for our anniversary. Okay, no, our 10th anniversary. Our 10th anniversary. Um, I think maybe next time I'll go someplace where they will wait on the table. Um, let's see. I, oh, no, he says, I think maybe next time you should take her to a place, someplace that, where they wait on the table. It'd probably score you more points. Uh, thanks for the tip. It was a good meal. And Stephanie, tell me, what would score more points? A five-star dining experience that cost of $200 or a $14.76 meal at Chipotle which would score me more points Chipotle cuz then I get dessert <laughs> If he has to pay $200 for my dinner dessert's out All right, we got a call from <laughs> Maria no, Monte oh, no. no, go ahead. Okay, I'm You want to talk? What am I here for? I have no idea why you come here every week. <laughs> Go ahead. Probably because you're saying, hurry up, babe. Let's go. Let's go. Well, let's do okay. it. But for Adam is that, okay, number one, I'm not high maintenance at all. I really don't care. Praise the Lord. And um, I can afford this woman. Yeah, I should probably be a little bit more so. should probably give him a little bit more time. <laughs> and because it was a place with no waiter, we were able to sit and have conversation for three and a half hours without being pushed out the door because somebody was or, losing tips. Or, fe or feeling bad about somebody taking was, up a seat. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And it was the best three and a half hour conversation we've had in 18 Ten months. Ten years. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, we have a caller from, a call-in message from Marius Montecristo, which it's been a long time since I've mispronounced his name. I used to call him Marius Montecristo. And so anyway, this is Monte. what he said. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Marius Monte Cristo checking in. I finally decided to give you guys a call and say hello, as well as pronounce my name correctly. No offense taken whatsoever, Cliff. I know it's a crazy name. Anyway, there is only six days left until the season three premiere. 
or less depending on when you guys listen to this, and I'm sure everyone's pretty psyched to finally get the new season started. Well, that's all for now. Until next time, keep up the good work, you two. Take care. Stay lost. Thank you very much, Marius. In fact, I want to say thank you again. Marius is obviously the founding member of the Generally Speaking Lost uh, Lost podcast network laptop fun drive thingy why do all of your things have to have such long names i don't know i like just Can't to hear you myself just talk call it- don't you enjoy hi everybody this is cliff and i'm listening to myself talk and i like it that's why i don't listen to your episodes of my crazy life you don't listen to my po- you don't listen to my crazy life <laughs> i live it oh okay. i need to listen to it so too? anyway uh marius is the person who helped us get that started and it was his idea and I just want to let people know that we are currently 30% of the way with $305. And if anybody... What? That was, what was funny about that? I don't understand. Nothing. Okay, so anyway, we're 30% of the way there. And if anybody wants to donate to the Generally Speaking Podcast Network Laptop Fund Drive... <laughs> you added a new word! <laughs> just go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com. And on the right-hand side, there will be a little thermometer thingy check it out moving right along stephanie kelly in tennessee kelly in tennessee subject vincent in lost <coughs> season two dvd hi cliff and stephanie love your podcast thank you so much for the time you put into it for all of us cliff as far as sawyer being a good guy or a bad guy you can't say that in exodus part one you didn't get a tear in your eyes at what sawyer told jack before getting on the raft Sawyer told Jack his dad wanted to tell him he was proud of him and he was sorry and that he was a better doctor than Christian would ever be. Sawyer did that from his heart without ulterior motives. Also, on a side note, I don't think he actually killed the original Sawyer, but he doesn't know this. Um, I think we will find out. I think we will find this out. Um, It was foreshadowed when Sawyer tried to kill the marshal but failed. I, did, I thought Sawyer did find out that that wasn't the real Sawyer. Well, yeah, because the guy told him, I think you've been fooled. Yeah. Yeah, I think he knows. I think he knows, too. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <clears throat> so, anyway. Now, the reason I'm writing. I'm sure by now someone has pointed out to you that you missed the second page of Lost on Location on the Season 2 DVD. Yeah, it was if that not, person that just called in. Absolutely. If not... Click on the arrow to go to the second page, and you will see there are more than five episodes. More like ten. I think you know what's cool about that is that means that the money we paid is even Even that. more, yeah. Exactly, Especially go ahead. since we got it early and for cheaper. Yes, go ahead. I think there's a big clue in Lost on Location, Live Together, Die Alone. In last season's episode, Live Together, Die Alone, one of my biggest questions was why Walt didn't even mention his beloved dog Vincent when leaving the island with his dad on the boat. This is a kid who, after being kidnapped, held hostage, and subject to apparent psychological torture, upon seeing his dad for the first time, asks, How's Vincent? I don't believe he would have left the island without the dog, and Vincent was not on the boat. This led me to believe that either A... Michael would first drive the boat to the other side of the island to get the dog when Walt started protesting before attempting to leave the island, which, yeah, Michael would do that because he's such a giving and caring guy. Or B, uh, that was my ad lib in there. Swish spit. 
Or B, Walt was an illusion or projection and not really on the boat at all. However, in the Season 2 DVD in Lost on Location, they clearly make a point of showing how Vincent was on the boat when they shot the scene. This feels like a cheat to me. Like the writers messed up and then tried to fix it by putting this in the DVD. Um, It must be important, otherwise why why do it at all? What do you make of this? Am I missing something here? Thanks for your time, Kelly in Tennessee. Well, I have not seen them where they've added um, Vincent. Vincent into the scene. I definitely want to take a look into that. Yeah. And I have obviously got the original all on the computer, so I want to compare those. I, that's interesting, and I'm so thankful, number one, that you also reminded us that or told us that you can go to click the next arrow to find more content on those DVDs. <laughs> and not only that... But to check out this Vincent thing, so I, I that that's interesting. And in fact, it's an interesting theory. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, this is Dave from Milwaukee. Dane, Scott, or Steve, what's up with that, man? Anyways, I just wanted to give you a call. Things are going great this off season here getting just jacked up for the new season come up i cannot wait i want to hear some enthusiasm out of you guys and get fired up get ready all the lost fans out there just need to get motivated because we have an unbelievable season three coming up hey i want to just touch base with you i don't know if you've seen that new show six degrees of separation but you know what dude they're so right just think about it i know you you know scott sheriff scott sheriff knows daniel day kim and Daniel Day Kim knows everybody else on the Lost Cast. Never in a million years did I think that I would be six degrees away from the best show on television. Actually, it's the best show ever. So, get fired up, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you very much, Dane. It is so. Go ahead. All of our listeners are like within five hey, degrees. Yes. Of separation, of lost. Every, every one of our listeners. How sweet is except for Scott, who is actually like four. Yeah, he jumps a step. Er, but what's three. cool is not only is he Two. four, but he's also five because he circles through us. That's confusing. Let's move right along. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have David Buckner, I believe. And uh, Lost Quiz updated to 101 questions. Matter of fact, uh, he did a Lost Quiz based on Season 1 and 2 of the television show. And he says, can the Lost be found? And there is a link that we'll place into the show notes. And if you can answer all 101 questions, you need a real life. (laughs) Moving right along, I got another message. From a fellow podcaster, and what an honor it is to get a message from Paul Camerata uh, regarding levitation. He says, Cliff, thought you might be interested in the new Saint Cast podcast that I just issued, uh, which talks about levitation. Don't know if any of the Lost characters possesses possess th- that capability, like when you were speculating about by location, but thought you might have uh, be interested nonetheless. You've got me interested in watching Lost this coming season, and I watch very little TV or none at all. Keep up the great work, 
Paul from the Saint Cast. And I just want to encourage everybody go, to go and do a search on iTunes for Saint Cast, all one word together. <coughs> he has an excellent podcast, and especially those in our audience who are Catholic, I think that you would definitely love to listen to his show. Um, and and what an honor it is to turn somebody like Paul Camarada, who is a very devout Catholic, who does a podcast devoted to the saints, and did you know he's a brain surgeon? Really? Yes, he's a brain surgeon. Doesn't spend very much time on television, but yet we are about to turn That's him... That's what in. all people say. But we're about ready to turn them into a lost heart. All people say I don't watch that much television. Anyway, moving right I'm along. I'm afraid to admit it. I do, though. Okay, moving right along. Ready? Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is the Josh Meister from the Josh Meister's Lost Podcast, which you can find at thelostmeister.blogspot.com. Um, I just wanted to call in to let you know about Desmond's photograph. In the original version of the photograph, we had, obviously, as you've mentioned on your show, a woman that looked just like the lady who was trying to adopt Claire's baby. Well, in the June 14th rerun of the orientation episode of Lost, according to Lostpedia, in that episode, uh, when it was rerun, they showed the edited new version of Desmond's photograph. Also, it's reportedly the new version of the photograph in the orientation episode on the new Season 2 DVD. So, as much as I would like to believe that that was a conspiracy, it looks like it was just a casting issue, where they hadn't cast Penny Widmore yet, and when they added her in, they decided to go back and change the episode. Of course, maybe this does indicate that it is a conspiracy, because they've gone back and changed the original. Hmm. It's an interesting Well, anyway, just some food for thought. This has been the Josh Meister from the Josh Meister's Lost Podcast. Hey, guys, this is Emily from Ohio. That beep gets me every time. Anyway, um, I'm calling because I have this great theory. Everyone says that the others are working for Dharma. I have to disagree. You see, um, even in the last experience, you see DJ Dan say, you have, Rachel, you got to grow a fake beard to get away from these people. Who is a fake beard? Tom, a.k.a. Mr. Friendly, the Friendly Sea Billy, a.k.a. Zeke. And is it also coincidence that one time Rachel Blake met that ex-technical guy from Hansel? Rachel asks, why are you helping me? He says, because he wants me to. Following this, there is an edit, as if they don't want us to know who that mysterious him is. Um, I think that they were experiment. the others were experiments um, by Dharma, and that's how they can whisper in the forest. That's also how they can... Uh, seemingly have telepathic abilities and can leave no tracks behind them. And seem to know how about, like, Jack and stuff. Um, they also, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so maybe they rebelled against Dharma. If they were allies of Dharma, why would Calvin call them hostiles? Maybe that's why they were taking kids, too, because they want to raise an army against the Dharma Initiative. I mean, they have their foundation. Look, I'm not saying that they're good people. I'm simply saying that I'm not going to give in to the fact I refuse to believe that they're just working for Hanso and this is some scientific experiment. Why? Because Dharma is dead. Um, also, because uh, there's a thing that came out last July from the last experience that said about the Dharma Initiative. Who are they? Where did they go? Why didn't they return? What happened to the Dharma Initiative? Dharma is dead. And, um... I just don't think it would be much of a twist 
if they were just working for the Hansard Foundation. So I'll see you later. And in the words of Jack from the last podcast, Jane Jack, that's my kind of plot theory, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Emily from Ohio gets the Lostaholic of the Week award. You think? So uh, thank you very much, Emily. And uh, we have now finished all of the uh, feedback. No, we have one. We have one. And you can't talk because you have pushed your microphone away to... Who, who is that? Is that Kim? Absolutely. What's Kim saying? She said, hello, I bet you're sleeping. I said, nope, recording. Talk to you soon. Yes, sorry, not a problem. <laughs> Alrighty, so anyway, what we have next is uh, Edith Baker. I'm done. Are you done moving that microphone now? I'm done. Kim, it's all your fault. Alright, so anyway, Edith Baker from the Generally Speaking Laws Forum, which you can find at Generally Speaking Bo- podcast.com. It's funny that she put, I bet you're sleeping, because doesn't she know we never sleep around here? <laughs> what, sleep? What's that? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, she Edith Baker put a little link to a special promo. Promo? Promo. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, a special promo in Russian. And it's actually Jack, or it's Hurley first, then it's a Jack one, and then it's a Kate one. They're three different commercials. Uh, advertising lost coming on to Russian television. Russia. And it's actually them talking in Russian. And I'm going to play that for you right now. Oh, do it? No, I got it. Sure. Here we go. Hey, привет. Я Hurley. Я на первом. Новые серии. Скоро на первом. Привет, я Джак. Еще, еще. Это стоит увидеть. Остаться в живых. Новые серии. Скоро на первом. I have to unmute ourselves. Yeah, that's all great, but what are they saying? Uh, Skura. Yapiro. I don't, I have no Except, clue. Oh, Hurley said, woohoo! Yeah, yeah, Hurley. <laughs> yeah, Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So anyway, That's I am. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, we're done with Find listener feedback, and we have a little generally speaking podcast update. Yeah. We can't transmit because something else is already transmitting somewhere close. The signal's strong. Plane? How would what kind even... of transmission is? It could be a sat phone, maybe a radio. Can we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. This is a generally speaking podcast network update. Okay, so we have a couple uh, quick items to share with you. First of all, our Frapper Map Editions. I had had this lofty goal of naming every single person that adds themselves to our Frapper Map. And I believe that Frapper was owned by Google, or they used Google Maps before. And all of a sudden, in the middle of this week, I noticed that it starts pulling up a Yahoo Map. 
and things are all changed. And it used to be that it would give me a list of people who have signed up in the order that they signed up. And that's missing. So if anybody out there who is a Frapper fanatic and you know how to use Frapper, and obviously it's been changed, and I believe that it is a brand new change, uh, still working. All the people who have put their pins in there are still there. In fact, a lot more people are there. We have like 225 people in our Frapper map right now, which is awesome. However, we know that 3,000 people downloaded last week, so there are quite a few people still not on there yet. So first off, I want to ask those of you who have not yet put your pin in our map, go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com on the right-hand side, click the link for the Frapper map, and please, 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 please add yourself to our map. And if you know how to get me that list showing all the different people uh, according to the date that they signed up, please let me uh, know that. Because the only person I know right now is Jeff H. in Mound, Minnesota. And that's the last person I had. But I know that somebody is now listening from Erlanger, Kentucky. Really? So we have Troy Price down, I think, is he Pikeville, Kentucky? I don't remember. I think he's Pikeville. I'm not positive, but I think it is. We have Eve, I believe, in Fort Mitchell. Right. And then, uh, is it, I can't remember her name, but uh, we'll get that Frapper map working again. But we have somebody in Erlanger, Kentucky as well. So <coughs> we have Her-recorded some Kentuckians. Cliff will have to visit us again with the speeded up names. That would be, are you calling for the return of pre-recorded Cliff? Pre-recorded Ram would work too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <coughs> MySpace page, we just want to let remind people that Stephanie and I do have a MySpace page. You can find so us. Funny. Cliff has a MySpace page. It just really has my name on it. It says it's at uh, myspace.com forward slash Cliff and Steph, and that's Cliff A N D Steph. And uh, we'd be glad to be your friend. So if you send a request right along, we'll approve it. Unless you're a porn star, and then I delete those. Moving right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple of those in there. <laughs> Unless they watch, uh, maybe they are porn stars and they listen to our podcast. I have no idea. But anyway, I just want to mention that we do have a Generally Speaking Lost Forum, and uh, we have hundreds of our listeners, literally hundreds of our listeners, online day day after day, posting up-to-the-minute lost news, lost spoilers in the appropriate section. Can we just skip this and go to the spoilers? Whatever. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? supposed to happen. I know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? We're not going to find out. Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know? I do, and that's why I can't wait. Okay, so we have the spoilerific new promo that I'm going to play for you right now if I can reach. Spoilerific. Here we go. Are you ready? Set. Go back to your camp. What? Go back. What about my friends? Your friends are coming home with us. Two weeks from tonight, the year's biggest season premiere has finally arrived. We know exactly who you are, Jack Shepard. Where are my friends? Tell me where my friends are! The brand new 
season premieres two weeks from tonight at 9, 8 central, followed by the premiere of The Nine, only on ABC. Doesn't that look awesome? It does. I cannot wait. Four days, not two weeks, though. Absolutely. Four days. Four days. And um, in that spoiler they've had the best. They've had the best promos. They have. For season three. Did you notice somebody kissing yes. in that promo? And who was that? We're not going to talk about no, it. No, go ahead. No, really, we're not no, going to talk about it. No, seriously, go ahead. Seriously, I'm not going to talk who about it. Who was it? I don't know. <laughs> Dude. It I was Kate and Sawyer were Kate kissing Sawyer. in that episode. Yeah, I know. And we know that the all the spoilers have said that they are definitely going to have Kate, Kate make and- a decision of who she's going to be with. Well, and I think just because she kisses him in the promo doesn't mean that she chooses him. I believe that that you is think that's com- a misleading. I believe that is confirmation that she chooses Jack, because that I looked at it. I watched that Look, promo right a couple- there, right there on the screen. <coughs> that's like the best picture of Sawyer ever. He's gagged. There you go. <laughs> Not that we don't like the character. Well, okay. So I was a little upset when he wasn't the one that died. Uh, in the other 48 days thing. Nah. Or the collision, collision episode. yeah. So, anyway. What was this? Oh, I think it's confirmation that the, she's going to pick Jack because they would never just throw that in there. Right. And if you look at that spoiler close enough, which I'll put a link in the show notes, uh, you will see that it looked as if it was more of a forced kind of kiss. I love the whole plan your escape. Yeah. Plan your escape. Summerholder gets lost again. Departed cast member guests, uh, guest I guess guests I get maybe guest Departed stars. Departed cast member guests in October 11th episode. And I I think that should say guest stars, but anyway. But you're into long-winded words and titles and. Why don't you read that? Why I coughed to death sure. over here. <laughs> ABC is slowly letting little details about the coming season of Lost out into the public arena. For the most part. I'd lost my place. For the most part, couching things in the broadest of terms so as not to give too much away. And, and. So Where are you going with this? I don't know. I didn't write it. I just got to read it. And so it is with the description for the season's second episode, which airs Wednesday, August, October 11th, um, except for this. Ian Summerhalter guest stars as Boone, the, the network, network copy, copy says. says. Okay, I'm, I'm trying. It just really sounds funny. Boone, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's mom's pointing in Glenn line for line. Boone, of course, uh, has... You know, it's also like... I've been reading Dr. Okay. Seuss lately. <laughs> Boone, of course, has been dead since near the end of Lost First Season. Summerhalter has appeared a couple times since then in flashback sequences, usually involving his sister Shannon, Maggie, Maggie Grace. Grace. Shannon, however, died in the November 2005 episode, Abandoned, not Collision, uh, serving Boone's closest link, or severing Boone's closest link to the remaining plane crash survivors on the island. Summerhalter's reappearance suggests that he somehow uh, he somehow figured in one of the other islanders' pasts as well. The October 11th episode called Further Instructions will also reveal what happened to Locke, Terry O'Quinn, Desmond, Henry Ian Cusick, and Echo. Adewale Aknaye Akbaje, when the hatch collapsed in the last season's finale, and we'll find Hurley, Jorge Garcia, returning to camp after being released by the others. Dun dun. Oh, hold on. You're not done. 
Summerhalter is currently working on a miniseries called Marco Polo, in which he plays the famous explorer. The project, pronounced by Robert Halmy Sr., uh, Gulliver's Travers, and ABC's Ten Commandments remake. Ooh, that was horrible. Anyway, um, doesn't... <laughs> Bad vibes there. Doesn't have U.S. distributions lined up yet. And the source for that story is zaptoit.com. Oh, my goodness. News from Lost Daily. Stephanie? News from Lost Daily. Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone. Um, looks like things will be a little confusing this year with episode with episode 2. Wait a minute. It should be 302. Okay, it should be 302 becoming... 303. 303, and vice versa. Uh, regardless, keep reading for more information on both. Th- this, because I was looking ahead at the notes, uh-huh. and we had said that episode two is further instructions, but on here it's listed as episode three, so is that correct? Yes, it used, it, it is, they it switched. It is now correct. They switched it. And it, and uh, further instructions. So like an not, hour ago when we said it was season two. No, we season were wrong. Three, it was, <laughs> it was. correct. <laughs> It's correct here because right. the other show notes were done be- way back when I was actually going to record this show a long time ago. Okay. Go ahead. And so... The Glass Ballerina. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Season 3, Episode 2, The Glass Ballerina. Saeed places Sun and Jin's lives in danger while trying to locate Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. Um... Trying to locate Jack, Kate, and Sawyer are forced to work in harsh conditions by their captors, and Henry offers Jack a tempting deal. On ABC's Lost. Lost. Dun dun dun. Anyway, let's just go ahead and skip all that other stuff there. And then further instructions is The question of whether Locke, Echo, and Desmond survived the implosion of the hatch is answered on ABC's Lost. And I think they did. Anyway, Edith Baker posted this in our Lost forum from Kristen E. Online. She writes, Lost fans, get ready, because an executive producer, Brian Burke, puts it, we're opening a whole new world for you in season three. And he isn't kidding. There's a, let's see here, there are enough holy crap moments in only the first handful of episodes of the new season to make you realize that a the show just why do people like put bullet points in their paragraphs so much anymore anyway that a the show just keeps spiraling into completely new and unexpected territory and b you'll need a lifetime supply of Sherman on here to watch <laughs> anyway well uh, you know it it has to have a, i mean the first few episodes have to have all those holy crap moments because they gotta last us 12 weeks 13 13 yep seriously no doubt we gotta have something to talk about go ahead and i you know i don't think that i'll i I, i'm not a really a crier when it comes to these kind of things it's only when little kids and stuff like that 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 well maybe we'll see the kids they i hope not if they kill one of those little teddy bear kids i'll be upset okay i'll need some sermon anyway where was i any idea? Should have put Kleenex because Charmin and the Holy Crap it just doesn't go together. <laughs> <laughs> only you would pick that up. No, I, I'm sure Matthew would. Not only do we dig deep into the other storyline, the main focus of the first six episodes, we oh that's cool that the first six will all focus on the others. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. We also meet the Red Hot. Like seriously, don't look directly at them. Or your eyes will burn. Newbies. 
Rodrigo Santoro and Kylie Sanchez. <coughs> whose on-screen chemistry just might make you forget about old Jack Sawyer and what's her name? Okay. Maybe not. Okay, maybe not, not, but still. Now, here are the lost (coughs) teases I can share. Number one, two people close to Sun die. Note they are close to her in very different ways. Two, that kiss you've seen in the promos isn't exactly what it seems. Dun, dun, dun. Right on. Um, Three, there is going to be another kiss. Between Jack and Kate. Four, two losties... Well, we won't go there. Two losties have sex in Jack's bed. Why did they have to ruin this show with sex? I don't know. Five. They, <laughs> they think Sawyer. that Desperate Housewives might bring something to them. Are you ready? Not yet. I have my soapbox. I'm pulling it out. No, go ahead. Okay. Five. We see Sawyer as a bona fide wuss, like we haven't already, for good reason, and learn a secret that reveals he has a in, he has an entirely different role in life than we or he ever knew. All right. Well, that's it. I'm excited. I am so excited. Next Less week. than uh, yes, Wednesday night. Next Wednesday. Wednesday. We actually have purpose on Wednesday night again. Our we- Wednesdays have purpose. Our life has meaning once again to spread lost holicism to the world. I'm so excited. Anyway, a uh, very important announcement, final announcement for the show. Uh, this will be released on uh, tomorrow, which is the 30th, right? Yes. And Sunday is October 1st. And do you know what that means? Voting at podcastalley.com starts Absolutely. all over again. And last month, we made it into the top 10 position. For like four or five for days. For five days. Five days we were in the top 10 position. Now... If you go now, you'll find out that instead of saying, generally speaking, Weekly Lost Podcast, blah, 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 it actually just says Weekly Lost Podcast. So people, when they see us in the top 10, they'll actually know what we're about. So, and being that it's the week of Lost Season 3 premiere, premiere, if we get into the top 10 position, we will have some major promotion out there that is just unbelievable. So we're going to ask every single one of you to please... Immediately following the end of this podcast, go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com. On the right-hand side, it says GSPN Voting Booth. Click on that, and please vote for the Weekly Lost Podcast. Please, 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 please. Uh, Even almost as important as sending any kind of donation for our laptop fund, please, if nothing else, if you can't even send over $2... If nothing else, go into the generallyspeakingpodcast.com, click on the voting booth, and vote for the Weekly Lost Podcast. You're sounding desperate again. I am so desperate for people to vote for us. I beg of you, please do that. Anyway, with that all said, let's stay Stay lost. You have been listening to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can make our show even better with your feedback. Call our listener comment line at area code 413-521-0958 to leave your comments and questions. And please, start with your name and where you're calling from. 
If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal Donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening. We are listening to an actual ear laughing. Certain doctors say that ears should laugh at least 10 minutes every day to be healthy. There are two known ways to help your ears to laugh. One, grab a four-leaf clover while piggyback riding on Bigfoot on the inauguration day of the first female president. Or number two, listen to the Ear Giggles podcast at jrdonline.com. The choice is yours. But if you don't want to wait too long, then head over to jrdonline.com now. The Ear Giggles podcast. A lot of giggles in a little time. Hey everybody, this is Cliff. And I'm just reminding you to go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Click on the voting booth. And vote for our podcast. This is a subliminal message. And... This disc